Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. When I don't smoke, no, nah, we okay. I do a, we was talking about smoke. Yeah. I was like, you just might. What's up, guys? This Sunday session. Thanks. This is uh episode. What, what episode is this? Okay, I lose track after a while. One oh nine, I think. Hundred nine. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, hundred and nine. Crazy. Mm-hmm. the ninth episode with my boy Lonnie. Oh shit, we had a few episodes with each other and folks. We're going to have a, a, a few more and a few more and a few more. But for those who don't know you, bro, because you're an amazing guy. You're Thank a vegan you. private chef. You're a writer. Sir. Podcast host. And all around, dope-ass spiritual insane. <laughs> Let us know who you are, brother. Sir. So, what's good, y'all? It's your boy. Um, Lonnie G. You know, you call me Lonnie. Um, I've been rocking with Richard for a while. Um, just a little bit about myself, um, you know, like you said, you know, a lot of people know me as, you know, private vegan chef, you know, content creator, writer. I do have my own podcast host as well. Um, what else about me? I'm 24 years old, birthday coming up. Hey, you ain't, you ain't comfortable. I can't say you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember you used to always be saying that. Yeah, really. Like, yeah. Y'all used to be. Y'all used to be in the chat like, yo, you know, we got the youngin. <laughs> hey, but you were old soul though, no cap. Nah, I always felt like that. I always felt like people be so thrown off about that too. They be like, you look so young. But like when you speak, like you have so much wisdom, like, you know, I don't know. But um, what else about me? Um, Currently in Miami right now. Living his been best out here, life, bro. Been out here for like a year. It's crazy. This it's month marks a year? a year. Yeah, bro. The end of this month will be a whole year. Damn. Tom flies, right? Oh, we had that conversation about it. That's crazy. Yep. And that's so crazy because I just remember thinking about how I was so nervous to come down here. But yeah, so that's just a little bit about me. Um, you know, we're gonna chop it up. Um, Richard's been somebody I've been rocking with for a while. I kind of feel like we always had like a similar perspective on stuff. That's right. I just feel like you know, people you kind of just gravitate to people naturally. So yeah, let's appreciate you setting the stage. Hey, I appreciate you being known, bro. Guys, before uh, I, I record, we talking about uh, weed and, and, and dreams because Andy took a break. I took a break before. The longest I've, I've damn, that's quite, that just shows like how long I've been smoking. That's quite bad. <laughs> and the longest I, t- I took a break, uh, shit, I think it was like three months. It was sometime. Right. Uh, I took a three month break and the dreams was crazy. Like it's vivid. You just remember every single thing and like you're, Low, you're being communicated with you, but when I smoke, 
Cause I smoke after workouts. Word. And then I can't say what else I smoke, so I don't know who watching my show. But no, you good. I be smoking after workouts. But then you can't. I mean, I ruin my dreams. I think people operate differently. I think this is what I've learned too from like just talking to other people. Like I think different people respond differently to it, and I think it also depends on what type of like strain you're smoking. Fact. Like personally, for me. I like indica more because it relaxes me. Like my mind is going a lot, you know, like when I'm stressed out or have a lot going on, I'm like, yo, that really calms me down. But like, if I'm trying to be active and doing stuff, sativa is a lot better. Shit, I can't be active and uh, be high. If I'm off of edible, I can other than that. Oh, edible is hell nah. <laughs> One 10 milligram, I'm straight. Edibles that had me knocked out. I cannot, I don't know how people be doing stuff like that. I had I had eight I had eight two I had went with my uh my uh, my homies from college to go see a Sonic movie, and we just ate fucking edibles. Sat there and watched. Nah, edibles is best for relaxing. But when it comes to me, like I don't know, I feel like some people are different. Like some people can spark up every day, handle their business, and do what they got to do, and still yeah. be focused. For me, I feel like I kind of use it in a more recreational way. Like I just like to just use it to just relax. So I'm not really type of person i'm like nah when i know i need to focus and just get stuff done i'm like all right bro we're gonna chill you know what i'm saying and then when you do partake in it like when you do roll up like you appreciate that shit so you much. appreciate it and it hits so much better because you like yo like i know how much work i put in all right bet let me take a little break you know take a little hit you like you deserve it like you yeah. you appreciate it a lot more compared to when you're just doing it all the time it kind of loses its it's magic yeah, it's it's not it's not really like I don't know. At least for me, it doesn't really hit the same. It's like nah, like I do this too much, you know. I, I remember when I had when I had hit, when I uh, smoked for the first time after that three months, I was just it, it felt like a like a download, like a key and a lock, like connected. And like for that first, I'm like, damn, that's cool as fuck. And after that, it started feeling normal. I'm like, oh, now we're back to square one. X. Yeah, I relate. I relate to that. I feel like it does help my creativity a lot. Like, I don't, like, when I, the couple times I have, like, when I smoke consistently, I do notice, like, damn, like, my mind is a lot more open to stuff, you know? But I just like to use it, you know, like, balance. I think balance for me is, is the best approach. Bro, you know we got to be careful with that monkey pop shit. Oh, man. I don't even know how I feel about that, yo. I, I didn't... It's, it's like a part of me is not really surprised anymore by a lot of the stuff that be happening because I'm just like, are people not catching the patterns? Like this is literally like a comical like, like every single like year or two years. I literally tweeted that like the other day, like 2020, 2022 was like 2020 part two. <laughs> because look at literally everything that's happening this year and look at what was happening in 2020. But I'm just I say that to say like I've noticed a pattern every two or three years. There's always some new like virus or whatever look back a couple years back remember the whole zika virus with the mosquitoes in 2016 they had to shut down the whole olympics for that remember that before that in 2014 it was the ebola thing i remember when i was in atlanta they had the 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 researchers was at emory university trying to figure out the cure for the ebola thing and everybody was losing their minds oh my god this is the craziest thing and i'm just like y'all don't see the pattern every couple years it's like a new thing (laughs) The, and then it goes away. <laughs> the number one question that people need to ask is, mm-hmm. 
where is the original source of these uh, diseases? Because diseases are man-made. So who are creating these diseases that's coming out at the same pattern? Where is, where is this coming from? And that's why I, I, at least for myself and what I'd be trying to at least inspire people to do is to just be like, yo, this is why taking care of yourself and your health is so important. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't just say health as well for like no reason. Like I really believe in that. I really live that because it's like, personally for me, I haven't been sick within the past five years. Right. Maybe. And it's like, I know it's because of the way I take care of myself and it's not even strictly limited to food, keeping your stress levels down, you know, investing in your mental health, not being so overly consumed with the news and all this stuff. And, you know, as we've seen what's been happening recently in the news, like, you know, with the shooting and stuff like that, you know, we definitely send our condolences to those families. But it's just like all of this stuff is just constantly attacking us, constantly like put in our faces. And it's like that really brings down your energy levels. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? That really like affects you. And I don't think people really think about that. Like that, that's what they want. They want us to be like in fear all the time. And they want us to be, that's how people get sick. When, when your immune system, is weak is a lot of the times it's connected with fear. So if you're in a fear state, your immune system is a lot more easier to be compromised. That orc field is a bit thin. That's Crazy, man. But if, no, that's that's real though. That's what, cause I was, I was having this conversation with my mama um, cause she lives by the news. And I had, mm. I had brought it like, I've noticed with parents, like it gets to a yeah. certain point that you make more sense than them and they can't accept that. They know that you make sense, but they don't want to accept that shit at all. It could be like the most, most basic logic. Well, don't you know like 75% of news segments that you see are like negative. And then she was like, well, yeah, that's just how uh, they're reporting what they see. I'm like, no, no, but they ain't. But she, she ain't going to stand. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I had to realize too, a lot of people, that's why. I don't really get in too many debates or arguments with people. I just had to realize like, some people gonna realize it, some people not, <laughs> you know, but I think people are starting to see a consistent pattern. Like, yo, something's just not right. Like, yeah. all of these things that's happening in the world simultaneously at all these different moments it's starting to seem a little like it's it's a little predictable almost like this like, is not coincidental yeah yeah like it's not coincidental this these are not just random events that are just happening out of the blue like yeah ellie i can't believe that no more at least not from what i know like no it's too much evidence but some like that or that'll break you're not break like once, once you real, i guess for us it's easy because we like we know like this is a like like simulation, different experience kind of shit. But for somebody who can't like literally wrap their head around that. But then too, I didn't think about this before. It's kind of mm -hmm. like on the same premise. So let's say, uh, let's say, you know, you're Christian and you believe that, you know, when you die, you go to, you know, hell or heaven. But we never really thought like, damn, that's a different place separate from this. So what are we past this human body? I never thought about that in that perspective. Yeah. I think it's levels to it. I think what I'm starting to realize is you kind of got to just meet people where they at. Yeah. You know, like, because it's a lot. Like, I always think back to, like, 
the years when I didn't know like any of this stuff. <laughs> and I was just thinking like, damn, like you was kind of like lost in the sauce too. Like Excellent. I'm not going to say I'm above it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say I'm above it. Like I know everything now. Level still learning. But it's like at the same time, you can, you can see your evolution, like how you used to think, how you used to look at the world, how you used to look at stuff. Now it's like, I'm not going to say it doesn't phase me as much, but it's like, I remember I had tweeted that one time too about how you can be aware of certain things, but you don't have to be consumed. Yeah. And I think that's oh, a very big facts. thing that people think. They think just because you're not consumed and you're not outraged and you're not saying this, 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 and this every two seconds that you don't know what's going on. Like, I'm highly aware of what's going on. I pay attention to everything around me. I know my surroundings. But at the same time, it's a choice to whether you stay consumed with that information. It's a choice to whether you let that tear you down. You know what I'm saying? And I think with so much stuff going on in the world, it's so easy to just be, to feel defeated and just feel like, man, it's just crazy. Like, but personally, I just can't, I can't feel like that. Like, I'm one of those people that I really feel like I want to be the change that I want to see. Yeah. You know, a lot of people say that, but it's like, that's really, the, I feel like that's really the only way things will change until people are fed up, until people are tired of the system, or people are tired of the same old, same old, same old, yeah. something's going to have to give eventually. Absolutely. That's real, man. That's fucking real. I think what people need to, like, if you don't know, like, you create your shit, it's going to be, you limited because you waiting on somebody else to, like, kind of, like, do something versus, like, like, for example, like, what you, like, what you said, I don't, like, I don't watch the news. I don't get too tapped into it. Like, like, like I'm aware of things going on, but which right. feed into it, you continue in that reality. So at that point, I'm gonna step back and you know figure out which reality works best for me. It's not that you know, yeah, I, I feel for the reality, right? But what is that doing? Continuing it, so I'm doing that reality a dis disservice, a disjustice. Mm. That's tough. That's tough. I think that's valid too, though, because I think what you have. I, this is what I'm learning for myself is you got to know you got to know the part that you play and you got to know your role and i think what i'm realizing is since you can't always care about everything mm -hmm. you got to just know your boundaries and just know like yo i'm gonna just do the best with the means in my reality because that, that's how i kind of, that's how i'm starting to look at the world it's like a big ass puzzle and everybody's like a puzzle piece you know what i'm saying so like you we can't this whole ideology of like, and I love what Kendrick said on his album too. I don't know if you listen to his album. That album's fucking beautiful, bro. Beautiful. He, I love on that song where he talked about how he's not your savior and like yeah. how that whole ideology was just so profound because it's like we've been so conditioned to think that we need somebody or something outside of us to come save us. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we're waiting on the government to come save us. Oh, we're waiting on, you know what I'm saying? Whatever religious figure to come back and save us. Like, that's not... That's not really what's gonna be. Cause we've been waiting for that for so long and what has changed? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's been the same thing. So us as the people, that's what I'm realizing. The people are the ones that have the power. Yeah. Because it's, it's like the whole ideology of the producer and the consumer. We, the consumers, are the ones that validate and approve of what's cool and what's not. The producers are not gonna create something that they know the consumers are not gonna like. Facts, facts, facts. You get what I'm saying? So when the consumers and the people who are the majority realize that we have the power, the 99%. When we realize we have the power, then it's the, then that's when everything will change. 
that's what I feel like personally. But that it just takes so much time to unlearn so many ideologies and beliefs and behaviors. And that takes a lot of time. And it's on each individual. I saw a tweet about that. It was like this girl was talking about how radical accountability or something like that is going to really be the change. And I was like, that's so real because it's like you really can't change nobody else's life or change the world around you until you hold yourself accountable and change yourself. That's big facts. And it's 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 like it's easy to say that, but when you really put it into practice and you really think about it, it's like nah. That that takes work. It takes work to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, damn, I need to work on this. I need to get better at this. Hmm, maybe my relationship skills and my communication skills would be better. Maybe I could learn how to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We not we not really conditioned to look in the mirror and ask ourselves, hmm, why am I moving like this? Why am I doing this? How does my behavior affect other people around me? We're not really conditioned to think like that. So that's why I feel like ultimately society not really going to change until everybody kind of gets to that point where they see their role. Mm. And then once everybody acknowledges their role and does the, the inner work on themselves, then we come together as a community and work together to, to create solutions and do different stuff. But it starts on an individual level first. That's and I think we've been reverse engineering it the, the wrong way. We've been thinking outside in yeah. Oh, we got to come together. Okay, but if you got a bunch of people who's incompetent and don't know what they're doing coming together, what are you achieving? <laughs> you wasted time. So we need people that's actually holding themselves accountable and working to like, you know, improve themselves and actually like, you know what I'm saying? Healing from their traumas, healing from certain shit. And then we come together. You take those people that's been doing that and come together. And then that's how you create the domino effect. You get what I'm saying? It's almost like when you watch basketball. Like, when every player knows their role and everybody is doing their part, the team work effortless. It's like watching Golden State. Yeah. Curry Curry know what he got to do. Klay Thompson know what he got to do. Draymond know what he got to do. And they just clicking. Everybody getting buckets. But when one player doesn't know what they're doing or one player is not playing their role the way they're supposed to be playing their role, it throws off the whole balance. Now the team not clicking. Right. So you're going to scratch the whole team? Or do you need to work on each individual player and then come together as a team? Oh, you would think that would make sense, but... You would think that would make sense. <laughs> I'm not saying that's the answer. I'm not saying, say, I got all the answers. But, you know, I think that's a valuable way of looking at it. No, that's real. That's real. Guys, I don't know. I've been... <clears throat> like, calling yourself on your bullshit. Like, you would think, like, yeah, you know. Like, you think, like, you will have the thought like, yeah, you need to do this, but you'll just let it go by and you don't take it serious. It's like, no, bro, you, you need to fucking do this. Like, this ain't, this ain't go- but you got, sometimes you got to talk to yourself like that. Like, like if I'm, if I, if I know I'm being lazy and I know I'm being complacent, like get your ass up, bro. Like, yeah, you just talk to yourself like that. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes, you know, we, we in an era where everybody's talking about like, you know, the importance of like self-care and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And I do feel like that's very important. Like we do need to, exactly. I'm not going to say be super hard on ourselves, but we do need to also be more gentle with ourselves and stuff like that. Cause you know, at the end of the day, we all doing our best with what we know at the moment, exactly. but at the same time, that's not an excuse for complacency. That's not an excuse. I feel like to just do the bare minimum or to just, you know, because I feel like a lot of the times people, yeah, you use that as a scapegoat, like, oh, well, it wasn't really my fault or, you know, like, I'm going to just put the blame on this. 
And it's not to say that everything is always your fault. I don't necessarily believe that because I do feel like there's always other factors at play. That's why I'm big on you just got to acknowledge your role that you played in a situation. Mm-hmm. Like, do what you can to the best of your ability with your power yeah. to, to do to do what's best in a situation. Other yeah. than that, you got to lead the rest of to the universe. Because <laughs> yeah, it'd, be, it'd be times where I don't feel like working out, but the non-negotiable, you just got to show up. And then once you're already there, you're like, oh, okay, I'm glad I came. Facts. That'd be me. Like today, I'm either today or tomorrow, I'm gonna go to the gym, and I'd be dreading it sometimes. I'm like, yo, I really don't feel like it. But once you, I feel like the hardest part is just getting to the gym. Once you get there, you know you're gonna kill the workout. (laughs) Now, once you get out the like like your crib, you because you you just don't you 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 being lazy. You don't want to get up and go do it. It's physical stuff. You don't feel like being physical, but you never regret it. Never regret it. I love the gym. I love. You've been consistent. I gotta, I gotta get my hat to you, man. I ain't gonna lie. I haven't really been as consistent. If I'm not really going to the gym, I'm usually worked out like hooping. I yeah, go to the gym, work out. play ball. Ooh. Facts. But I want to hit the gym more consistently, like I was last year. I was, I was crazy last year. I was, I was really. What's up, What's up, the momentum? I think I just kind of my focus is just on other stuff, and I kind of just kind of sacrificed that. I was like, eh. I think I could kind of sacrifice the gym. So I was like, because I was already doing like really physical work, but like where I was working and stuff like that. So I'm like, I'm kind of getting a workout in already. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of let it slide, but now I'm like, nah, we, we got to get back. Summertime coming. Hey, <laughs> I got to get lab. No, because no, I had got, I ain't even go cap. I got, when I went to the UK last year, mm-hmm. I put on some weight. I ain't even gonna stunt you. And I got back, and that was the happiest I've been in my life. Cause I've always been like, like uh, two ten, around like two ten. And then I was like, I came back. I was like, Nah, bro, this ain't me. I'm not confident in my shit no more. My roommate, he was in the gym. I'm seeing his results. I said, Bro, you've been working out for about this amount of time. I know I can match that shit plus succeed it. So I'm like, nah. And that was the spark I needed. And I just been, I've been lifting and, and working out for about, I think it's like, yeah, yeah, next month. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I be seeing your posts. I'm like, yo, bro, really consistent. Like, not playing. I'm like, yeah, I got to, I got to, I got to get back. <laughs> it's the same. I, I, it's the same apply, how I apply with the, with the podcast. Like every, you, you got to show up. And because if you like what what I want to do, but even with the gym, like if it gets addicting and anybody, anybody who's listening to this, it gets addicting when you see when you when you can physically see a change in your body. At that mm. point, you you're addicted to seeing more. You're trapped. You're wow. like because you're like, damn, I did this. Doing this damn. consistently three, 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 four times a week. And then it just becomes like, I want this bitch bigger. I want this more tone. I want that. Word. And you can apply that with anything in life. Like, same way I apply podcasts, same way I apply gym, and then same way you apply with, you know, with your cooking business, which is fucking sensational. And I'm giving you flowers right now. Uh, Appreciate you, been, you, man. You've always been on your, I feel like every time we talk, bro, like, <laughs> you're always on some high frequency and then you just, like, you triple it or some shit. I don't know how you do it, man, but I'm in, I'm in all. I'm in all. Appreciate it, man. Yo, that's crazy you say that because I was just, I was just thinking about that the other day, like, 
Nah, I really, when I told myself the start of this year, I was like, I got to up it. I was like, 2022 is going to be my year, man. And I just been keeping that mentality like every single time, like just practicing my craft. Same with you being in the gym. Like that's the same type of like dedication and focus I've been having with like my culinary stuff. Like doing my content, you know what I'm saying? Like just practicing, Just it's just the reps. People be telling me all the time, like, yo, how are you coming up with all this stuff? You know, your creativity, how are you doing all these things? I'm like, it's just practice. Like I've put in my 10,000 hours, (laughs) probably twice. Yeah. I mean, did 20,000 hours. People don't know that I've been cooking and baking since I was like, what, 11, 12 years old. Like, and then when I went to college in 2015, you know, that's when I really started taking it more serious. And then I dropped out 2019. Same. I just been like locked in, like, yo, like, cause just I realized. You swimming, you ain't sinking. That's it. And it's like, I realized that you gotta, you just gotta bet on yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think I was blessed with this skill set, this talent for nothing. You know what I'm saying? But I also realized, too, that talent is not really enough. And I I know somebody might need to hear this, but talent is not really enough. I feel like, especially if you really want to make it, if you really really want to do something great with this, and I know everybody's definition of success and greatness is different, but a lot of people have talent, but I really had to learn that you got to also have work ethic to really develop it into a skill. A lot of people have a lot of raw, natural talent. But you got to develop that into a skill set. And that's what I realized, like the practicing, like even when I'm like doing stuff for clients and stuff like that, or I'm just at home, like, let me let me try something to do. Let me just experiment with this. And just and then also just learning from others. Like people see what I do a lot, but I, they don't understand. Like, yo, I study so many people so much. Like mm-hmm. a lot of other chefs and creators inspire me as much. And I realized like that's what it really takes, like. When you just put your head down, like, yo, I'm going to just master this shit. Like, I'm going to just practice, 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 practice. Eventually, you're going to look up and be like, damn, I'm actually kind of good at this. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's all That's all it really is. Like, it's not, I'm not going to, like, downplay myself and be like, oh, like, I'm not nobody special. But it's at the same time, like, okay. I just know, I just know when you put the focus into it and you really, like, put the, the dedication into it, you're going to naturally progress and get better over time compared to the person that only puts in the work or only practices like if you're a photographer and you're only doing one shoot a month the person that's doing 10 shoots a month is going to be significantly a lot more skilled at being a photographer than a person that's only doing it once a month if i'm practicing my cooking and baking skills every single day by the end of this year i'm gonna be at least within the top maybe 50 percent of the average person, you know what I'm saying? Because I've been putting in the consistent work to master that skill. I'm hockey jealous. I ain't gonna stunt that even if you don't like the dish, I know that dish is still fucking delicious and you still get the bro. Eat. You don't know how many times <laughs> it's been stuff that I put out that I was like, nah, that really wasn't good, or that was trash. Man. And then y'all be like, oh my god, this is the craziest thing. I'm like, nah, it really wasn't that crazy to me. Cause my standards are just so much higher now. God damn. But yeah, man. It's just, I feel like sometimes I'm on my own, I'm my own biggest critic. I think every artist yeah, I mean, creative can be. definitely relate to that. Yeah. So some stuff that I'm impressed by, some stuff I'm not impressed by, but then it's like when I see other people's reaction or when they taste the food or when they eat it, they're like, yo, nah, this is crazy. Or like, wow. But the like, fact that it's just practice, you know, just practice. And just, and I think people too can sense it when you really, you love. Say again? You love what you do. 
Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. Like people can sense it when you really put your heart into it yeah. and you really love it. Like if I didn't really love it, like that's what I was I was gonna tweet that one day. I was like, if I was doing this for the money, I would have been gave up. Yeah. Because like that's how I know I really care about it. Because it's like, of course, there's a lot of bread in this. And I know like I'm already on track to doing that. And you know, I have been making bread, but it's at the same time, it's like if it was really about the bread. I probably would have been gave up a long time ago because yeah. most people are not going to stick with something so long without even seeing any results. Cause I think sometimes people confuse that too. Like they see where you are now, but they don't see how much people do not see all the other stuff that goes into it. <laughs> so, like, I was not always this skill at what I was doing. It was times when my plates looked like trash. I was like, yo, and I was so confident posting it like, yo, you know what I'm saying? But that's just where I was at at the time. And then, like, you know, as you continue to progress and progress and progress, you get to it, you get to the point to where you are now where people are starting to catch on. Like, oh, wow, okay, I really see what you're trying to trying to do with this. But it's just so much work that goes in behind the scenes. And I think anybody that's, like, a creator can, like, definitely relate to that. Even I know it's you with your podcast. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes editing coming up with ideas okay i gotta reach out to this person you know you have your own personal life add that on top i have my own personal life <laughs> and the fact that you know the wild part bro uh the con- like the concept like we only get like 24 hours it feels so restricting i don't like the fact that we're like we gotta like look at time me neither <laughs> like it, it tripped like, it, it tripped me out Cause like you, we count until we got to go to sleep and that's like, right. The, like, what? I don't like that concept. It's like, as much as I don't like time, I'm also starting to like really appreciate it more and more. Like I think quitting my last job really made me realize like how big your time is like such your biggest asset. Yeah. Because it's like, I realized that you can always make money, but you can never get your time back. You know, you can always find other ways to get income and stuff like that. But your time, you can't get that back. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's why I'm realizing, like, man, time is my biggest asset. It's not even about the money. <laughs> it's really about the time. Because <laughs> you can't get two two years spent at a dead-end job back. You can't get that back. But then it's like, what did you even, what did you get out of that two-year, you know, dead-end job? You ain't getting nothing. You're getting nothing out of you might have got a couple of experiences and learned some things, but the overall like ROI is not really that high. Like the return on it, the return on investment. But yeah, time is time is trippy. And I think once you realize how limited it is, at least for me, I appreciate it a lot. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like death inspires me. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a random thing to say, but it really does. Cause it's like the fact that you could be gone that's, that's at any time, bro. I had I had um I had witnessed a car accident uh two months ago, a month ago, I think. And the passenger uh rest is rest is so wow they make it. So that that fucked with me. And that night I was just I just remember just crying. I was just just like like fuck. Like done. And then it just it just it is humbled and reminded me like don't take anything for granted, like anything. Cause yeah, we, we, you know, we'll forget, you can, hey, 
I didn't have to have this iPhone. I didn't have to have this MacBook. I didn't have to have this job, blah, blah, blah. But like, damn, like I didn't have to keep walking today. Like, that's a blessing. You don't have to be here tomorrow. You don't, like, we don't know what our soul contract is. Like, we, we assume we gonna be here for like maybe 80, 80 years. I don't know how long I'm gonna be here, but we assume, but we don't really know, bro. I don't know. That's just important. Yeah, time is it's so valuable. And that's so crazy you bring that up with the car accident because I've seen a car accident this year too. Take it right in front of my face. Nobody passed away. But it's just like, it's so crazy how your life can blink. It's just in a blink of an eye. Like, you could be here today, gone tomorrow. And I think for me, that's what gives me that sense of urgency and kind of drives my purpose because I know like I may not be here forever and I think a lot of times we always hear like you have time you have time you have time and I feel like that is true like I'm still relatively extremely young you know what I'm saying we're, we're both extremely young <laughs> hey, we but know. at the same, we know same time it's like I look at the duality yes we're extremely young and we have time but on the other side of that coin yeah, but on the on the other side of that coin, I know that like I could go at any moment. Like I'm not guaranteed to be here tomorrow. And I think when you kind of have both of those ideologies in your mind, mm -hmm. it, it at least helps me move with a sense of urgency. Yeah. Like let me do everything that I can now with what I have, the resources that I have. Let me leave an impact as much as I can. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like for me, that's my purpose is like to to leave an impact. You know, to be an inspiration to other people, to really believe in themselves, to go after what they really want to do in life. You know what I'm saying? Don't just settle for what you think society told you you're supposed to do. Like, because I know, like, my example will live on for years, yeah. even with everything I've done in this short 24 years. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like when you think like that, I feel like, and I give it my all. I'm like, I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to give it 100%. So when is my time to go? I could say I did everything I wanted to do. Like, I kind of, I, I remember I watched this YouTube video one time and I like to purposely watch stuff like this just for perspective. Like I looked up this video of like uh, elderly people like in their hundreds mm -hmm. and it was a video about like their regrets and like, like what they regretted and what they, if they could go back in time to when they were younger, what they would do. And just listening to those stories just gives me so much like, self-motivation i'm like wow like you realize that a lot of people when they're older they have so many regrets they have so many things that they wish they could have did and to me that's like i'm not gonna live like that you know what i'm saying because it's like when you really think about it like what's the main reasons why you regret things mm -hmm. because you wish that you would have had the courage to do it or you was fearful or you was worried about somebody was going to say something or but then when you get to your deathbed, you're going to be like, damn, I wish I would have did that. I should have asked that girl out. I should have took that trip. I should have moved to this country. You can't, you can't do it now. You're old. You're you crippled. <laughs> you're old. <laughs> Not to say that in, like, in a mean way, but like for real, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how yeah. I think. So I'm like, man, when I get to that point, I'm trying to be on some like, nah, I did everything I wanted to do. I went everywhere I wanted to do. I experienced everything. I met the people because it's like, 
you're not really, you don't know how long you're going to be here. You're not guaranteed to be here every single day. So why waste that time doing things that you're going to regret? I don't know. At least for me, that's kind of what keeps me going. Like, I just don't want to have no regrets. <laughs> that's real. So I think, I don't think, I don't think people think about that enough. Or maybe the thought never popped up for them to think about that. I didn't really think about that for a long time, to be honest. It really wasn't until like a couple years ago. I think. Like, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I think you. I think I guess like situations need to happen in your life to like have that thought because you don't know what you don't know. You have to have the opposite for you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's valid. If everything going, you know, in the same pattern in your life, like the you do the same thing every weekend or a lot. You like this this routine. You straight, so I'm shake it up. Then you think differently because now the contrast. Yeah, the contrast is definitely what makes you. <laughs> I feel like the contrast is what makes stuff stick, because the contrast is kind of like shuffling, shuffling the deck of cards. Yeah. You, you used you you used to one two three four five six seven eight nine ten Jack King Jack Queen King. Yeah. Sometimes the universe is like, nah, we're gonna throw you an ace of spades. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a draw four. <laughs> Uno reverse. Hey, have you played that uh random question, bro? Have you played that uh Uno flip? That purple Uno flip? Nah, they dropped a new one. Yeah. I haven't played Uno in forever. Hey, if you ever if you ever cop that, that game fun, I ain't gonna stunt you. I love card games actually. I like playing Uno. I love Uno, I love space, blood chess. I got I gotta play, I play space a few times. You play space sometimes? A few times. I'm not that good at it, but I like I like the concept of the game. It's yeah, cool. That's my stuff, man. That's my stuff. Hey, not a lot of people talking about, you know, that that Cinco they found. Yes. Oh, I just saw a TikTok about that. Like, um, I saw the tweet about it and then I saw a TikTok. Somebody was explaining it. The sinkhole in China, what was it over 300 feet? Yes, bro. Or 600, 600 feet. It looked from the picture, it was so trippy. Like it looked like, like it was like a whole nother world down. There. Yes, bro. And I'm like, damn. And I was just thinking about that the other day with the ocean. Like the ocean is 90% undiscovered. We still don't even know everything that's that's here. <laughs> like it's a whole other civilizations. And I was seeing people in the comments talking about like we don't even need to mess with it. Like you know, humans gonna try to uh, fuck with it or try to build something. Like this, nah, it's crazy. Because guys, I, I want I want you to know this isn't like a mountain, and within the mountain they found like mm-hmm. life. This is like underneath where you walk, underneath where you walk. So underneath where you walk. So it's a, the structure is so strong that you don't fall your ass through. <laughs> and underneath that structure is an entire different life and existence. What? That's crazy as hell. I look, he didn't believe it when I saw it. I was like, because I believe even like <laughs> leaving the hollow earth. This prime example, bro. Have you seen that uh Godzilla and King Kong, that latest movie? That they had together mm-hmm. they uh underneath China, they showed the hollow earth what like all over predictive, predictive programming predictive programming bro. <laughs> literally predictive programming so maybe that i mean 
no, this people not, I don't know. To me, this is like, wow. This opens up so many more possibilities. What is, what? Yeah, that's. One of the dinosaurs went down. If they're real, I don't know. But my thing is, my thing is with this is, if that's able, okay, my thing with that is, if that's possible, then how come, I don't even know how to explain it. Because you see how the picture look with the hole, right? Mm-hmm. Technically, doesn't like a lot of the doesn't a lot of like certain organisms and plants need the sun to like live? But maybe those are like so. Uh, how are they able to like survive? Because they're not technically directly exposed to sunlight until yeah. the hole caved in, and then the sun. Of course, the sun is like very strong, so I think it does permeate through certain like the soil and stuff because that's how plants grow and shit, photosynthesis and all that. Yeah. I get that, but if it's like six hundred feet underneath the surface. Yeah. how in the hell is like stuff like that still like maybe it doesn't even uh, yeah you get what i'm saying how is it like growing like that how is it doing all that on its own uh, and, I don't and it's know not getting no it's not getting no rain you get what i'm saying i don't yeah. know i was just I, I just thought about that i don't know the answer but i'm a i'm a kind of like kind of get so you know things adapt in your environment so mm-hmm. We don't know how long that you know that thing has been up. So what time are you adapt and get like the nutrients and all that stuff you need? Shit, I don't freaking know. Maybe they use plasma or some kind of ancient fairy grass crap. I don't know. <laughs> but it's wow. But then it poses the question too. But no, actually, because if we didn't have the sun, like if you don't have the sun, you're gonna feel depressed because it's it's the energy. So I'm thinking, I was thinking like if we didn't have the sun and it's just gloom and doom all the time. Yeah. And you need you need you need the sun to get vitamin D, if I'm not mistaken. Big facts. Big freaking mm-hmm. facts. So I don't really know how those civilize. I mean, like you said, maybe they had just adapted. Man, the, the world is really the earth is crazy though. Cause I mean, I think think about those animals and those plants and ecosystems that's in the ocean deep 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 down in temperature how are you surviving down there exactly how are they surviving down there and there's no light basically that permeates through bro that's scary imagine like being down there i'm fucking freaking out and the pressure is crazy because even certain submarines can't go down there because the pressure is just too strong or the submarine will literally like explode that's That's crazy as hell i saw this just popped in my head I wonder if the reason why the pressure is so deep is because you're entering like space, quote unquote. I was seeing this clip. As above, as above, as above, so below. Exactly. I was seeing this clip and it was, I don't know if it was on TikTok. It was, I think it might've been on TikTok. I love TikTok. Um, I, I was against TikTok, but they- yeah, I'll be learning a lot. <laughs> uh, when I saw this little footage and they was, they was in space and they went through this little part and went through this little thing and they came out and they was in the ocean. So we think that, and I'm still still with you on this, we think space is up there, like the traditional, this is what we, you know, they tell us, but no, the real shit down there. And the- I've heard that before too. It kind of actually makes a lot of sense though. Wow. Why? Because it's, it's, we've only been in the space a handful of times, but why? Like that's a handful. 
if you got the technology and everything to keep going and explore. I don't even know how I feel about that, though. I was just watching Cat Williams' uh, latest oh, stand-up we? yesterday. Bro, that was, <laughs> that was ass. That was horrible. I love Cat Williams, and it's, it saddens me. Okay, the first, like, the first, like, 30 minutes were pretty good. No. But then... I, but the second half was like, like grandpa joke. Uh, okay, <laughs> it was all grandpa. Joke. Yeah, but I. But you know what I thought? You know what I thought in my head? You know what I thought in my head though? And maybe this is on some some more deeper shit. If you watch some of his earlier work, and you know how the industry treated him, mm. I feel like he kind of steered away from talking about certain stuff because he's not trying to lose the last of his platform that he has left. Because I feel like in his earlier stand-ups, he was really like, he was going in. Like, he was really talking about a lot of controversial stuff that a lot of people really didn't have the courage to. Yeah. And I think with the way that the world is set up today in cancel culture, even though, even I think he said it himself, like, you don't really believe in cancel culture. But it's not even about, like, the pop world canceling him. It's more about the people who's running the other shit yeah like they can take away like oh you can't do no more specials you can't do this so i feel like he kind of didn't really he kind of stayed on the more lighthearted side and kind of the more surface level because he he didn't really want to go there at least that was my interpretation because he was saying some really 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 interesting stuff yeah and i was like mm, i don't even think people really catching what he's saying yeah. uh, but he kind of he didn't go deeper he didn't go deeper than i did that, that i thought he wanted to like i didn't think i didn't think he really wanted to go there I'll give it. I'll give it a, another watch. But I was. I give it like a six out of ten. It could have been better. Yeah, I wasn't I get, as highly impressed. I give it a six out of ten because I forgot. Because when I saw that special, I just I went back and started watching his his old show. I'm like, damn, this dude funny as hell. Yeah, funny as hell. But he make you think though. <laughs> you think that's big facts, bro. That's big facts, man. That's big facts. Lonnie, my G, I always ask this last question, which you already know. What was your message to be to humanity during this time? Man, Ooh, I feel like there's a lot of things that I could say because I feel like I've learned so many lessons in this year. And we only five months in. Um, I think my message to humanity right now would be to just focus on the things that you can control. Do your best, and really just just let just let God, you know, the universe handle everything else everything you can't really control everything but you can focus on what you can control yeah. and understand that i feel like accountability is a form of self-love and when you hold yourself accountable it creates a domino effect and i feel like other people can be inspired by your example so focus on what you can control you know do your best be the best person that you can be and i feel like that's how we really gonna make a difference in the world we can't control what nobody else do we can only control what we do and yeah that's really what i would say hey that's real bro bro i appreciate you being on my guy thank you man this was this was great i can't wait to run it back <laughs> i think this was like damn this might be uh fourth four or five i think one, one yeah numbers. Guys, guys take care i'll see you next week